Hello, my name is Karen Ongley and welcome to this podcast produced by the International Monetary Fund in Washington, D.C. We're here to discuss challenges facing African countries as they try to improve their tax systems. This is a crucial area where the International Monetary Fund is working with its member countries. This issue will also be the focus of a conference for tax administration experts and top officials from across the sub-Saharan African region. The event, co-hosted by the International Monetary Fund and Government of Kenya, will be held in Nairobi on March 21st and 22nd. I'm joined today by Mark Plant, Deputy Director of the IMF's African Department, who is taking part in the conference. Mark Plant, why don't you start by telling us why raising government revenue is so important for Africa? Governments in Africa have a primordial objective, which is to reduce poverty. And to do this, they need better health care, better education, more infrastructure. That improves standards of living, creates jobs. And in order to have these things, governments have to spend more money. They need to build hospitals, schools, pay doctors, nurses, teachers. All of this costs money. And to spend money, you have to have financing. Where can you get financing? Either from debt, from grants from abroad, or from the government's own tax revenues. There are limits to how much a government can borrow or receive from donors. And so mobilizing tax revenues is key for more government spending to provide these necessary services to in turn reduce poverty. So how do African countries compare with other parts of the world in raising government revenues? African countries lag somewhat behind the rest of the world. Currently, African countries devote about 15% of their GDP to government revenues. This contrasts favorably with developing Asia, where the ratio is only 13%, but not so favorably with countries in the Middle East and North Africa, uh, where it's about 16 to 17%, and Latin America and the Caribbean at 19%. But one thing that is very important to note is there's been a good trend in Africa over time. At first, uh, tax revenues were declining in the 1980s and 1990s, but since then, the tax uh, ratio has increased from around 11% in 1995 to 15-16% in 2009. You've talked about revenue improvements in the sub-Saharan African region. Can you tell us more about some countries and how they've made progress in this area? Tanzania, where they've had great success in in raising uh, revenues. Their revenue ratio has increased from about 9% in 2000 to almost 15% in 2009. The additional money has permitted a significant expansion in public spending, in health and education. Primary school enrollment rates have risen dramatically, and infant mortality has declined sharply in line with their poverty objectives and the Millennium Development Goals. Liberia, where after a very difficult history, a civil war, post-conflict, they were able to increase the revenues from only 6% of GDP in 2003 to 20% in 2009. That's a huge increase in just six short years. This has contributed to advancing some of the Millennium Development Goals in health and education. For example, primary enrollment rates and the number of teachers are up significantly. Child mortality rates have been reduced by about 40% since 2000, and maternal mortality is down as well. And what are the main challenges for countries trying to increase their tax levels? Experts estimate that around half of the tax base is lost because taxpayers escape taxation. So there's a big effort on administration that needs to be made. On tax policy, there are a wide variety of issues to look at. Let me give you a few examples. First, the elimination of exemptions to taxes. In African countries, these are often quite substantial. 
and can rob the government of quite a bit uh, of revenue that's needed. And it favors some people over others, which isn't fair. Second, many countries have VATs. And to make the VAT less complicated will mean fewer tax rates, fewer exemptions, and a reasonable threshold that keeps small taxpayers out of the, the VAT system and assures equity across individuals. Third, you can deal with the loss of revenues from trade liberalization. Many countries have uh, increased their, uh, their trade with their, with their partners, and these custom unions sometimes result in a loss of uh, trade revenues, uh, and this has to be dealt with, notably in the East Africa community where our conference is taking place. It's also important to adopt clear laws and regulations which include strong taxpayer protection against harassment from tax officials. This, this ensures that taxes, again, are administered equitably across the entire population. Finally, many African countries need to ensure that they get a fair share uh, for the state when negotiating deals on exploitation of their natural resources like oil, national gas, and minerals. How is the International Monetary Fund helping countries in Africa improve their revenue administration and tax policy? The IMF has a long history of providing technical assistance in tax policy and revenue administration in Africa and throughout the world. In coordination with other donors, we've provided a lot of technical assistance for many of the success stories in Africa, particularly in revenue mobilization, including cases like Tanzania, Mozambique, and Liberia. Recently, funding for this work has been increased substantially by two new donor-financed trust funds, which we launched last December, one for technical assistance on tax policy and revenue administration, the other for the management of natural resources. This latter trust fund, we have great hope that will help many African countries benefit, particularly countries that rely heavily on natural resources for their income. Mark Plant, thank you for joining us today. And good luck with your participation in the conference in Nairobi on March 21st and 22nd. Mm-hmm.